Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. I'm here with Garrett in person. What's finally. going on, people? Um, we apologize for not putting the review out on Tuesday. We apologize. Um, but we're back. We're going to try to cover a little bit of both. You know, do a little review, a little preview in this one. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we're having... Well, I'm getting ready to move and stuff, so me and Clark are having some scheduling issues. Um, here in about a week and a half, we'll probably have a preset schedule. So we should be able to pump out stuff same time every week. And we shouldn't have any uh, missed episodes, but you know how life gets. It's crazy. So you got to ride it like a bull or a dick. That's what I say. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, folks hang with us here. We're, we're, we're helping you, all right? We're trying to help you. So let's dive right into this NFL preview. First game we got, we got Jaguars at Titans. Titans are favored by four. The over-unders at 37.5. Jacksonville's coming off that big win against the Colts, okay? Their offense only scored six points, though. I mean, I give credit where credit's due. Colts' defense is okay. But, I mean, scoring six points, Kessler starting for them, Fournette was out. That's that's still really bad. Um, but, you know, I don't I don't trust Jacksonville at all. They won their first game after losing seven in a row. Yeah, but we're looking at this game coming up, and you know who they're playing. Yeah, the... The roller coaster Titans. Yeah. You know, Titans coming off a comeback win against the Jets. I think at one point they were down like 16 to nothing. Yeah. Came back and won, I think it was 26 22, something like that. So are they going to keep going up or are they coming back down? I mean, I'm Te- Technically, they should be down if I'm if I'm not mistaken, right? I mean, I'm sticking to the roller coaster theory. <laughs> right. I mean, they started back up, so they're going to win this next game. Then they're going to go back down. So for that, I'm leaning Titans way. Um, Titans, they're at home too, so that plays a part in it. I, I would think. That that the under would probably hit in this game. I don't see a ton of points from the Jaguars. So I would lean Titans and kind of, you know, maybe sprinkle a little moolah on the under too. Yeah, I don't know how exciting the game is going to be. Uh, to me, it's, you know, two, two uh, eh teams. Um, but I'm going to take the Titans on this one as well. I think they're going to outperform the Jaguars. Even with the Jaguars coming off a win, uh, I don't think they can keep that going. Mm-hmm. They're not that talented of a team. I agree. From quarterbacks to running backs to receiving backs. Yeah. So, next we got Panthers at Browns. Panthers are favored by one and a half. The over-unders at 47. I I still can't trust Carolina on the road. I mean, you saw what happened last week with the Buccaneers, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cam Newton threw four interceptions. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not – the Bucs' defense isn't that great. No. So, that kind of looks bad for him. So, but, you know, Riverboat Ron Riviera, you know, Panthers head coach. I would say he may be on the hot seat for this one. Yeah, I think they've got to they've got to get something. Well, you were hot on them. And, I know I was hot on them one time, and it's not that. But I, I don't know what's going on with their road, their road trap. Why? What? What happens between leaving and getting there and playing a game? It may be more of like a mental thing. Like they know that they're awful on the road this do year. They, so does he coach? Do they coach different? They just like uh, it, well, it may just be like ingrained in their minds now because like they've they have a really bad record on the road. So that's probably you know, a big thing that they're thinking about. But, you know, a good coach has got to get him over that. So I could say he's on the hot seat. You can't, whether you're 6-6 six and six or not, you know, that's, to some teams, that's to be a great season here that we've got this year. But I think as a coach, you need to be able to get your team going on the road. I mean, if you're coaching the same way, the road atmosphere cannot have that big of an effect on you. And if it does, it's pitiful. I, I agree. But then you got Cleveland. They're coming off the a loss to Houston. Baker threw a few interceptions. But, you know, Carolina, I, I was hot on them earlier. Um, they broke my trust. They hurt me. So, for that reason, I, I just can't trust them anymore. So, I'm going to roll with Baker and the Browns in this one. Yeah, I think it's going to be a close game. I think it actually turned out to be a pretty good game. Uh, but, you know, I think the Panthers, if they get – if uh, Newton and McCaffrey and stuff, they can get going and not play a road game, play something like more of a home game, I could see them taking the Browns here. I know – I just I don't think the Browns can keep keep winning anymore. I think they're gonna just uh, it's just not gonna be a good season for them again. Well, I mean, if if you look at it from the Browns' perspective, it's per it's a pretty good year for them. Well, yeah, it is. But what I'm saying, I don't. I know we got all our boys gone. Yeah, he he's in Cincinnati yeah. now. So I mean, you know, they 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 gave him a lot of hate, and we I thought maybe it was the Hugh Jackson curse. Um, but actually, I'm gonna take Carolina on this one. I think they're gonna pull past 
the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I could see it being close. I mean, it's only one and a half point spread. So. I think when it comes down to quarterbacks there, I think Cam Newton may be able to, you know, he can make it that first down, run the ball a little bit. McCaffrey's going to try to get those first downs. I'm going to take, take Carolina here. Okay, okay, I see. I understand where you're coming from. So next we got Ravens at Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by seven. The over-unders at 53. You know the big thing with the Chiefs now, the cream hunt issue. You know the, the video beater. came out. The beater. The video came out of him. I think he pushed a woman and kicked her. But then, out of nowhere, like I saw three or four other stories of him getting in fights with people in public places come out this week. So it may he not, may have, it may not may, just be a one-time you, thing. You know, and it could get worse from here. You, you think about it, maybe that was his way. Football was his way to take out take out some anger. He get out there and knock some heads, and now he's just going to be knocking people on the street. I mean, women. I, I wouldn't rule it out. But it's an it's an awful awful terrible thing. I really you know it's a shame to see somebody so such an such a good athlete you know go down that road. Yeah, but. You know, did you? I saw his interview on. I think it was Sunday Football, ESPN Sunday Countdown, or whatever. It was probably the worst interview I've ever seen. I mean, he. I, I did not see the he, interview. He didn't really. He didn't really help himself. I would say. I mean, it was probably a bad move for him PR wise because yeah. he didn't really do anything. He didn't really. You know, he just said he was. So, it seemed like he was more sorry that he got caught. Do we know? Do, do you know the details? I haven't had a chance to really pay attention. I've been so busy. Like I said. Why was it? Was it a stripper? Was it? Did somebody? What? What was the incident? It doesn't make it right either way. Whether it was a stripper or not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just curious. Why? What happened? From what I gathered, he was in a hotel. A woman. He he says that a woman called one of his friends the N word with a hard R. Okay, hard R. So he got him and his friends got mad about that so he pushed one of his people into her knocked her over and then he kicked her so what wait, why would he so he got mad at her and then shoved one of his own friends yeah cuz i get they may have been trying to hold him back oh man but then where it gets really screwy is when they tried to investigate it because mm-hmm. the chiefs got word of it cream hunt told them he didn't need, he didn't leave his hotel room that night okay Mm-hmm. So that's a lie. Yeah, yeah. So clearly. that that's kind of a big factor that why the Chiefs let him go. He lied about something like that. So who he may lie about other things. But then the Chiefs told the NFL, I think, and then the NFL was said, Don't worry about it, we're investigating it. They tried to get the hotel tape. The hotel wouldn't give it to them. And then this past week somebody at T M Z bought it. Oh, of course T M Z always coming in clutch with the that somebody bought it from, I, I think it was one of the hotel employees for $200,000. <laughs> and then I, it came I mean, out, and uh, now you got all this. So, but anyways, back to the game, because, you know, Cream Hunt, he's no longer with Kansas City. So, um, you know, I think this game comes down to Baltimore's defense versus Kansas City's offense. I mean, Baltimore's defense, I would say it's twice as good as their offense. Yes, absolutely. They have a really good defense. Kansas City, same scenario. Their offense is maybe twice as good as their defense. Mm-hmm. But in the end, you know, I trust Kansas City's defense more to stop the Ravens' run game because I would say they're pretty one-dimensional right now. Yeah. I mean, Lamar can throw the ball some, but... He's not a terrible thrower by any means. you got to give him that. No, but they're... You would say they're more of a run-powered if, if offense. If they've got him going, it's they they need to run the ball. They need to have a run-powered offense, and they need a team that's rushing defenses, you know, subpar. Yeah, and then, to help keep up with overall. Now, yeah, he move the ball some with throwing, but they need to they need to run that ball to get touchdowns. Yeah, but I just it's really hard to stop Kansas City's offense, and if they're running the ball that much, it's going to be hard to keep up with them yeah. in scoring. And for that reason, I like Kansas City. You know, I could see them. I, I could see this being a touchdown game, though. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. I think overall, though, the big picture here for the Chiefs, you know, the 10-2 and two season right now, losing Kareem Hunt's going to be a big hit to them. Yeah. And they're traveling into the playoffs, so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Their backup running back's not too No, bad. but, I mean, Kareem Hunt, was he was an excellent running back. Oh, you yeah. You know, it was, a, it was a great offense they had there, the way everybody worked goes. Yeah. So next we got Colts-Texans. Texans are favored by four and a half. Over unders at forty nine. Um, did you watch you Did you watch Colts game last week? No, I was at work. Oh uh, yeah. Love. Did you see they got screwed Mm-mm. on the final play? They were they were driving. Uh-huh. It looked like one of their players got pushed out of bounds. Ref called it, and they would have had the ball on like the twenty yard line with mm-hmm. three seconds left to score. Mm-hmm. 
the ref said he was he's he got tackled out of bounds, but the ref said his progress was stopped always inbounds. So that means that same thing as he gets tackled inbounds. So the clock kept running. So they lost because of that. I think. I mean. It could it could go either way because it did look like his progress got stopped, but immediately at first reaction was, yeah. damn, they got screwed. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, they, I don't know what to say about the Colts. Their offense, you know, I was trusting them a lot, but now it kind of worries me because they they pitched a goose egg last week. Yeah. I mean, it's Jacksonville. I don't think Jacksonville's that good. No, definitely not. So that kind of worries me. But Houston, they're just on a huge roll right now. They've won nine in a row, I believe. Yeah, they're on a roll too, and you know the Colts. I mean, they were they had a good run going, um, but I like I like the uh, like the Texans in this one over him. You know, I think maybe the Colts may try to get a little sense of momentum back, but now they're you know they're going to be hurting to be chasing them for the playoffs here, six and six, and so with I think I think Texans just from rushing to passing, their rushing is what's really going to hurt the Colts. I feel like. Yeah, I mean the Colts' defense isn't bad. But I don't think it's necessarily good enough to mm-hmm. keep Houston out of the end zone enough. And for that reason, I think Houston wins. I could see them – they'll probably cover, in my opinion. Yeah, I think they'll cover. I think I think it could be a touchdown game. But I, you never know. The Colts you know, surprised me this year when they hadn't a lot of sack for, what was it, five or six games. Mm-hmm. So they could surprise me again, though. I'm not, I'm not hating on them as much as I do in normal years when they usually are just uh, messing things up. But Yeah. Yeah, so next we got Patriots at Dolphins. Patriots are favored by 8.5. The over-under is at 47. The Patriots, they're I would say they're peaking at the right time right now, but it's usual. They usually peak very well around December time, just heading into the playoffs. Yeah. So, you know, I like the Patriots, but somehow the Dolphins are still in the playoff race at 6-6. Six and six. I mean, that's very as I As I talk about the Colts and they're 6-6, six and six, yeah. Um, I don't think this will be – you know, I just – I just don't understand why well, I, I do understand, but the Patriots, no matter, you know, who's out or what's going on, they're always able to make a playoff run and they're always able to have a good season. And you've got to give Bill Belichick that for because I keep saying, you know, they're just having an okay year, but they're still winning games. Okay, this is the stat of the day. Tom Brady is one in five in when he plays in Miami in December, okay? In those five, in those six games, he's thrown nine touchdowns but ten interceptions. Really? Yeah. So you know, I could see the Dolphins because of the just based off that stat, I could see the Dolphins somehow winning. But my, my, I, I'm still with the Patriots on this. My, my stats here: uh, the Dolphins in the playoff race is they're ranked almost last in everything. Yeah, they're not great, but they're somehow winning games. But I mean, they're only winning half their games. I mean, I, me and you can pick better bets than they can win games. I'm just saying. Yeah. Possibly, depending on the week. I mean, yeah. some weeks okay. we've had bad weeks. Okay, they're still in the playoff race. They're six and six, but there's no way they're beating the Patriots. No, I got New England winning this one. I'm gonna go. I think I think New England could beat the spread on them. I kind of yeah, I see that. I kind of like the over on this one too. Possibly. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, what we're looking at, 47. I could easily see. I could see the Patriots putting up 30 plus points, and the Dolphins putting up 21 points or so. Yeah, I like I like Ryan Tannehill. He's got some good weapons around him, so. I would eye the over on that one. So next we got Giants at Redskins. Giants favored by three and a half. The over unders at forty one. You know, Washington they lost on Monday, so they're going coming off a short week. They lost Colt McCoy. He's got a broken leg now, so they're down to their third string quarterback, the old Dirty Sanchez. Um, nobody really expected him to appear this year, but you know, looking at the Giants. OBJ had a great week last week. Yes, he did. I think he might be the best quarterback in New York, in all of New York, including the Jets. I mean, I think he he threw two he threw two touchdown yeah. passes last week. Um, that's I think he could be better than Sam Darnold. He definitely looked better than Eli Manning. And for that reason, you know, I could see OBJ quarterback in this game running a wildcat offense. Yeah, I mean, he he had a good game. I mean, but you're not yeah. When you say he's the best quarterback, and he, there's not a whole lot to compare him to. So I mean, but he's still the best quarterback in New York. Possibly that that is a good possibility. He's in the running. Yeah, I, I, the, the the Giants are just having they're having one of the seasons. Like we said, they're fading quickly. Looking at this game, I like the Giants by seven. You know, Redskins are just too beat up. They're they're on their third string quarterback, Mark Sanchez. Yeah, I don't. He didn't look that great on Monday night. I mean, yeah, AP's he, he's old, but he's still good. He's a true OG to the game. Yeah, the, that's the problem with the Redskins. You know, if you want to pick them here, they're just they've even if the Giants we've said before fading and struggling, 
the Redskins have nobody else to go to. Yeah, they're so. just they're just down. They're just like a, a wounded dog sometimes. As, uh, Give it the old yellow treatment. You just gotta. Um, how did he say it? Um, you know, talk about um, Who? fucking American Eagle chest tattoo. Uh, Coach Schwartz. Oh, he's got a. Put a bullet. <laughs> remember, put a bullet on his head. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I'm gonna agree with. That. I like the Giants here, and I think, I think they can pull it off. And um, with Barkley and stuff, you know, a very dominant running back. I think they'll win by. I think they'll cover the spread. Yeah, I got them win by seven. So that would, that would cover the spread. Next, we got Saints at Buccaneers. Saints are favored by eight and a half. Over unders at fifty five and a half. No matter who the Saints play, the over-under's always really high. I think that's a testament to how good their offense is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, New Orleans, are coming off that loss to Dallas. Yeah, I want to speed up and talk, not talk about this. It's still it's still assaults in the wounds here. I mean, what what was your thoughts on that? I mean, I knew they were going to lose a game. I knew they weren't going to keep going without losing a game. Um, just watching the whole game, they just didn't come out from the first play and play ready. You know, we talked about that trap game, and uh, we thought we had beat the trap game. Um what the and they found it. It was there. And I'm, not, I'm not taking anything away from them, from the Cowboys, but the Saints did not play to their full potential either. I think their offensive line was a big problem from this game. You know, it looked like Drew Brees was under a lot of pressure the entire game, and not that he's not somebody who's used to stepping up in the pocket. You can't step up in the pocket every play, though. You know, his throws were high. It definitely looked pressured. So you know, props to them on the defensive line. Um, I'm still not thinking that their tight end was all him and his smack talk. Um, but it doesn't matter. I don't. I think the Saints will come out this game here against the Buccaneers, and I, they're not going to lose them this game around. I think they'll come out with some more momentum again, and I think they'll I think they'll get that number one seed there for the playoffs, and they'll keep going. You think they're going to somehow? Well, they do have the tiebreaker over the Rams. Yep, yep. But I, I can see. I think New Orleans will probably come in second, be a number two seed in the NFC. That's really? just my opinion. But, you know, back to this game, the Buccaneers are coming off that big win over Carolina, so they pro- they might have some momentum. I can see that a lot of points being scored in this game. They both have pretty good offenses. Mm-hmm. You know, J- yeah. Jameis, Jameis is starting. He's not doing too bad, okay? I think, that, I think I, that, that's just something that, that changes quickly. Well, he started off the year, you know, really bad, but he's he's kind of pulling it together at the end of the year. And I think he has one year left on his deal, or maybe mm-hmm. this is – I think they'll extend his contract possibly. Yeah. You know, just I could see the Buccaneers doing that just because that's what the Buccaneers do. Mm-hmm. They don't make smart decisions. But, it, you know, I like New Orleans to win this game. Not necessarily cover, though, because, you know, Buccaneers played in tight in the – I think it was the first week of the season. First week of the season. Yeah, didn't the Buccaneers beat them? They did. Yeah, but, but, but they've came a long way, and I think, I think knowing Sean Payton – Andrew Brees and their offense, I don't think they're going to be satisfied with that loss by any means, and I think they're going to come out with a lot more momentum. And I, you know, I take, I want to say it with the grain of salt, and people not be like, well, this guy's an idiot, especially after last week. But I think those guys and the way they play and the way he coaches is that this game they're going to go, they're going to go after it. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, they have that sense of urgency, and I think they're going to try to get that sense of urgency back and play a lot better. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think the Saints, the, they know they're good this year. They know they have a good, legitimate shot at the Super Bowl. So I think they they do have that sense of urgency, and I think they'll win this game. I'm not saying they'll cover, but I could. They're they're going to win this game, okay? I think I think the real quick though before we move on, I think the uh, over under here is pretty interesting. I think like you said though, two high scoring offenses. You know, Winston may throw six interceptions, but he's going to damn well go out there and throw seven touchdowns. Yeah, I so can... definitely I think take the over on this one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I could see that easily. But one thing I, I I will say about the game last week, and not with that, but also talking about the over under here is that the Saints red zone defense has been very impressive. You know, that's something they said they wanted to be good at, and their red zone defense is very impressive. You know, to let them drive down the field is one thing, but to be able to get them in that, inside the red zone and stop them, that's something you have to give that defense credit for. Well, I mean, yeah, that's that's going to – that might be something they're aiming towards because, you know, Saints, they're going to score a touchdown, I would say, at least half the half of their drives, okay? So if they can stop them in the red zone and maybe allow a field goal, mm-hmm. that, that'll just keep – they'll just keep increasing their lead, so – that's probably something they're targeting. That's something they're trying to really capitalize yeah. on. So I, I really like that too. That was a good observation. Yeah, and you got to. I mean, overall, I don't want to talk about it too much. But he's a Saints fan, but uh, I will give credit to their defense that game. I think a lot of that came down, like I said, the offensive line, um, and not giving that all to them. But I think they were under a lot of pressure 
there, but their defense, you know, holding them 13, only a 23-point total game. That's a pretty good game defensively for both teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So next we got Falcons at Packers. Packers are favored by six. The over-under is at 48.5. So Mike McCarthy got fired after the game Sunday. I, it was weird. We were talking. I was talking about it um, Monday morning, first thing at work. We're talking, I, said, I said, McCarthy's going to go. Pull out my phone a little bit later. McCarthy's been fired. I was like, well, I missed all that. I said, but I called it, and we had talked about it. So Yeah, I mean, it's not a surprise at all. I thought, they, I thought they'd let him finish the year out, you know, leave on, you know, kind of good terms. But, you know, I could see why they cut him so soon because they cut him with, I think, what, four, a couple weeks left in the season. Yeah, what are we now, week uh, 14? Yeah, something so. like that. So there's still a few weeks left yeah. in the season. But that just gives them that those few weeks are pretty crucial to because they can get a jump start on finding their next well, head coach. Exactly, that's one of the things I saw people talking about. Is it the right time um, for them to fire him? I, I, what else do you have to lose at this point, really? You know, he's clearly not trying to make any in my that I can see like any changes to get that offense going. You know, it looks like Aaron Rodgers just hates it out there almost. Like they're just going through the motions every game. So just like you said. Might as well jump out, get a get out there looking for a coach. You know, maybe Hugh Jackson's looking for a new coaching position. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know uh, if Aaron Rodgers would be happy with that. But I think it is. Go ahead and jumpstart, like you said. Get out there looking for a head coach to get ready for next season. Yeah, I think I'm just. This is just my opinion. What they're going to look for in the next head coach is probably going to be a more quarterback centered coach because they're gonna they're gonna have to. You know, if they want to keep Aaron Rodgers happy, they might have him take part in the hiring process, like sit in on the interviews and ask questions based around the quarterbacking. Yeah. Because, you know, he'll be there for at least, I would say, at least four to five more yeah. years. So that coach is going to have a central role in helping him. Yeah. And then the coach, if he also stays around after that, he's going to have to mentor the next quarterback. So I think they're going to look for a more quarterback centered coach. I'm not exactly sure who. I can, you know, I've heard Bruce Arians. He said mm-hmm. that he wasn't interested. You know, you saw what he did with Andrew Luck. Yeah. But he said he's not interested. I could see that, you know, if they throw enough money, he'll come back and yeah. he'll help up there. I could because, you know, I think Bruce Arians is a pretty good coach. Mm-hmm. Hey, you could throw enough money uh, in the way of Mr. Uh, Urban Meyer. Uh, I don't, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But, no, back, but definitely, you're definitely right. They're going to have to, it's a, right now with, you know, they're, with their rushing offense they're gonna have to one centered around Aaron Rodgers because he can get the ball down there but you're gonna have to make plays a little different so where he doesn't have to sit in the pocket you're gonna have to give him those options to get the ball to they're gonna have to redesign that offense to work for him mm-hmm. because with Jones being there you know carrying back and uh Jamal Williams correct mm-hmm. yeah they're it's just they're not gonna be a heavy rushing offense yeah especially when you have Aaron Rodgers you might as well use him and develop that offense to work with him yeah, you're going to look for more, a running back that that is more of a pass catcher than straight up the gut mm-hmm. runner, yeah. maybe, you know, spread like zone run, runner to mm-hmm. yeah. speed back. But they also need to rework their defense, yes. I think. But, you know, back to this game, Atlanta offense last week against the Ravens. Yeah, it was the Ravens. They scored 16. But, you know, Ravens defense is good. But I think their offense has been lacking all year. I could see yeah. Steve Sarkeesian, their offensive coordinator, I could see him losing his job after this year. Mm-hmm. But I could also, you know, kind of see their head coach losing his job after this year. Possibly. I'm not, you know, just an idea. Because he, he's more of a defensive-minded coach. Yeah. So they're either going to need to fire him and bring in, like, an offensive-minded coach to help get the offense back up and rolling. Mm-hmm. Or else bring in, like, a young offensive coordinator that could possibly yeah. take over the reins one day. But I could see this being a tight game. You know, I'm, I'm not sure how Green Bay's going to come out. I, I assume that they're going to come out more energetic than last week, possibly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but I, in the end, I, I could see Green Bay winning by a walk-off field goal last second. Yeah, the six point, it's one of those games right now It's kind of iffy, and I, I would... I don't want to. I wouldn't want to put money on it Mm-mm. for the fact that I don't know how they're going to come out. I don't know what they're going to change. You know, they may have better routes to get the ball to. You know, they may have short passes to get the ball moving down the field. And so with that, it's something I'd want to stay away from. But I think it could end up being a good game. You know, um, the Falcons could put up some points, which is a, a very good possibility. And, but I would stay away from betting on it. Yeah, I mean, he may the head coach now. I think it's Joe Philbin. He may just try to, like, you know, hey, we don't have many games left. We're just going to try to get through the season. He may give full control to Aaron Rodgers to call whatever he wants. That would be pretty interesting yeah, to see. that would. So, you know, they may just try to get through it. I'm not sure sh- because, you know, having to install a new offense in a week would be almost impossible. Yeah. So they're probably just 
using bass plays, well, just yeah, making a but, little variations to them. But sometimes a little variation can make a big difference for things they've been struggling with. Yeah. Yeah. So next we got Jets at Bills. Bills are favored by three and a half. Over unders at thirty eight and a half. This is the first game all year that Buffalo's favored in the game, okay? If that tells you how their season's going. Well, it's not It's not good. No. To say the least. No. But, you know, I think Todd Bowles, he's on borrowed time. He'll Jets, I, I don't see why the Jets don't fire him after this year. Yeah, I mean, there's not a good reason to keep him. No. But, you know, I could, I could see Josh Allen having a big game this time, you know. Last week against uh, Miami, he looked kind of impressive at times. The week before, he had a few big throws. In the end, I got Buffalo by 10. Yeah, overall, I'm, I think it's going to be a game. I'm going to agree with you that uh, Buffalo is definitely going to win this game, but uh, I don't think it's going to be a game that if you don't watch, you're going to miss much. No, I mean, I wouldn't recommend watching it. There's plenty of other games on for the 1 o'clock slate that are good, too. Yeah. But, I, I mean, mean, you know, Bill's Mafia, if you're part of it. Yeah, you, you got know. Sam Darnold out there. you got two of the worst quarterbacks in the league here. Yeah. And so, their 50% accuracy rating. Yeah, they're not good. I'm, I mean, I mean, Josh Allen isn't too bad. He's a rookie. That is true. But, but you know, I don't, I don't trust Sam Darnold I don't get. I don't let excuses. I just want results. Okay, yeah. Bills Mafia, Jets Mafia. It's going to be a game here. Yeah. So, next we got Bengals at Chargers. Chargers are favored by 14.5. Pretty big spread. Over-unders at 47.5. You know, Los Angeles coming off that big comeback win against Steelers. Okay, Philip Rivers is he? I would put him in top five MVP consideration right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking on that, I saw the updated odds for MVP. Uh-huh. Drew Brees is the favorite I minus one twenty five. I just saw that. So it's looking good for you. Your yes. arguments looking like it might win. Back to this game, you know, Chargers they're playoff bound. I think I believe they've slipped in front of the Steelers now for the wild card. I believe so. They're nine and three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. They're they're on a roll. I think Eklar is going to have a great day. Cincinnati run defense is awful. You know, I'm not I'm not pointing fingers, but I'm mm-hmm. I might motion towards Hugh yeah. Jackson on that one, the special defensive assistant. Yeah, I don't know what he. I don't know who. I don't understand why he's. I don't get it. But I Marvin Lewis, Cincinnati head coach. I he has to be on the hot seat. I mean, you would he would think so. I mean, but he's he's had shitty teams. I mean, I won't say shitty teams. His teams have been okay, but he's just had shitty seasons for. I would say, well, something's wrong. I would say five plus years. It's just it's always like, oh, they might finish like six and ten or seven and nine, just somewhere in that mid range where he can just barely keep his job, maybe have a win. I'll get a win here and I'll be all right. I'd... Yeah, but I I think I he has to be on the hot seat. He has to be out. They need to make some changes in Cincinnati. But I like I like Chargers by fourteen. That's a pretty big spread. I, I honestly think the spread's a little big, and I think some of that's them coming off that win against the Steelers. But I don't think they'll have any problem winning this game. No, they're I, I have them winning straight up. I'll give them. I don't know if they're going to beat the spread, but I'll give them a two point a two touchdown win. Yeah, easily. Um, but other than that, yeah, I don't think the Bengals really stand a chance here. No, no, not at all. It's the it's the Hugh Jackson curse. Yeah, I mean it's it's bad. Okay, so next we got Broncos at 49ers. Broncos are favored by six. Over/unders at 44 and a half. You know Denver's also making this playoff push. There, yes. I believe they're six and six now. Yes. So they're playing some great football. Um, the 49ers. You know, if I if I was in charge of them right now, I would say, hey, you know, we're not making playoffs. You know, nothing's really going to come if we win. We're just kind of playing dark horse right now. Why don't we just roll over and tank? All right, I th- I think that's what they should do. Probably. Get, you, get you a better pick. Come next year, maybe start redesigning something. Yeah, so you know, I don't. I can see the 49ers putting up a somewhat good fight, but I got Denver by 13 in this one. Yeah, I think I think the you're exactly right. 49ers are, what two and ten now? Or yeah. They might roll over tank. Get yourself a better pick next season. Um, and I think the Broncos they're still trying to push here, so I think it's an easy for them. I'm guess they're going to cover the spread. Um, I'm not sure if I think it's going to be more of a 10-point game, but that's just me. That's my feeling. Mm-hmm. But I've had some bad gut feelings last week. Yeah, yeah. Saints one wasn't a good feeling. It was not. Mm-mm. So next we got Eagles at Cowboys. Cowboys are favored by 3.5, over-unders at 43, battle for the NFC East. You know, this is a must-win for Philly. You know, if, if Dallas wins, they're going to the playoffs. Philadelphia is going to mm-hmm. sit at home. That Super Bowl hangover is still looming. I mean, they beat the Redskins, but yeah. they beat Mark Sanchez. So, I mean, it's not that impressive. Dallas has some momentum right now. You know, they they beat the Saints, so they're yeah, kind of on a definitely. roll. So, for that, I like Dallas by 10 in this one. You know, not, not too much, but 
not just skating by either. Yeah, they've got some momentum behind them. The only thing is, is I'm not sure, you know, looking at the stats from last week for them boys, you know, it really wasn't a heavily, you know, it was 13 points. You know, they, they have the feeling, yeah, we just beat the Saints, but offensively how well you performed, I don't know, translates into this week here. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to have their – both teams I think are going to come out. They're going to want to get the NFC East. But the problem is is that I don't think Dallas performed offensively that great last week. Looking at the stats-wise, they won. But, you know, Zeke was shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, Cooper was shut down. So they had some plays, but it wasn't a blowout game. And so I don't know. They have the momentum of winning last week, but how much, you know, we can really get this done are they going to put forward in this game? And I think with the Eagles wanting to try to win, too, it's going to make it a very interesting game. Yeah, but Cowboys are at home. The last time they played, Zeke ran all over the Eagles. I think Zeke will have a pretty big day. I don't, Eagles' run defense is really sketchy. So, you know, I got Cowboys by 10. Um, I'm not going to give them that big. I think the Cowboys will win. Um, but my thing here is that – oh. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take the Eagles. I'm going to go – You're going to take the Eagles? Or not <laughs> – you know what? Last week I wouldn't have told you to take the Cowboys either, so fuck it, I might as well. You know, but it you know, kind of be a trap game for Cowboys. But I'm done talking about trap games this season because it's messed me every time, and I've messed it up every time. So I'll, I, the Cowboys are going to win. Um, I don't know. I say they win by maybe a touchdown. Yeah, I could seven to ten is what but, I'm seeing. Yeah, and you know the Eagles maybe I don't, but I don't think they're going to really. I think they'll shut down. I don't think they'll be able to stop. Their rush defense is not good enough to stop Zeke. No. So next we got Steelers at Raiders. Steelers are favored by 11. Over-unders at 51.5. You know, I don't think this game should be close, but look what happened last week. Yeah. I said take the Chiefs by 15 or more, and Raiders lost by 7, so they beat the spread. They made it kind of a close game. But, you know, the Steelers, they're getting good at choking, okay? Yeah. You know, they that was a definite choke last week. Um, but you know James Conner, he's out this week. He injured his leg last game, so they're it's they're down and running show. back. But you know it's it's the Raiders. I I could I don't think the Steelers will have much of a problem against them. Mm-hmm. So I got I got Pittsburgh by fourteen plus. But you know who knows what will happen with the Raiders? Yeah, I don't I don't think you know I know it's gonna hurt um, the Steelers being down, but playing the Raiders like that and they've been choking here, but I don't think they can choke that bad that they're gonna lose against the Raiders. Um, Big Ben won't do that. So I'll give it 14 points. I'm agreeing with you right there. They're going to win by two touchdowns at least against the Raiders. Is he going to throw a pick, though? Because he said he's going to keep throwing no matter what. He'll probably throw a pick. It's Big Ben. Yeah, true. He sees something, he just chucks it. (laughs) So next we got Lions at Cardinals. Lions are favored by 2.5. Over-unders at 40.5. You know, Josh Rosen, have you seen his stat line the last few weeks? Yeah, uh, not really. I've... It, I was about I'll, to. I'll give you a general. It's usually like maybe 9 for 18, 9 for 19, 9 for 20, something yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it'll may, maybe like 106 yards, 110 yards, something mm-hmm. somewhere in there. So yeah. he's, he's doing just enough, okay? Yeah. Just enough to get by. Keep him there. Yeah. The Arizona, they're leaning on their run game a lot. They got David Johnson, mm-hmm. one of the best running backs in the league. So, you know, he doesn't really have to put up great numbers to pull out wins like last week against Green Bay. Yeah. But, you know, Detroit, they're, Matthew Stafford, I think he'll light the Cardinals secondary up. So I got Detroit by 10 in this one. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm taking Detroit on this one. Um, you know, the Cardinals really don't have a whole lot going for them at all. You know, not passing, rushing, offensively, nothing. Um, so I'll I'll take uh, Detroit too. I'm, I'm going to go by a touchdown here. So for these next two games, you know, I could inter-switch them for game of the week possibly. Mm-hmm. They – they're both going to be pretty good games, I think. Mm-hmm. So the first one is Rams at Bears. Rams are favored by three and a half. The over/under is fifty-two and a half. You know, Chase Daniel last week. At times he looked pretty good, but mm-hmm. like when he's good, he's good. But when yeah. he's bad, he's awful. Yeah. Like he, it was it got bad last week. So it was so bad that for the touchdown to send it to overtime, mm-hmm. he didn't even throw the touchdown pass. I think. No. They, I think Tariq, Tariq Cohen, Cohen did. Threw it. I've got him on my fantasy team. Thank. Thank goodness. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It's like one of those things where they under pressure, you're not any good. Which yeah, is a so, terrible thing to have. Yeah, I don't I don't trust the Bears when Chase Daniels starting, which it's look all signs are pointing towards him starting this week. Trubisky's starting to get back on, out on the practice field. Uh-huh. But, you know, if he plays on Sunday, which I don't, I don't see him doing it, 
I could see him being on maybe a pitch count, like he only plays a certain number of plays just to get back. But, you yeah. know, if you, you send him out there hurt against the Rams' defense, he might get hurt even more. He gets somebody from the backside, yeah, it's not going to – he's yeah. out for the rest of the season. But, you know, the Rams are rolling now. They've locked up the NFC West. They're going to make yeah. the playoffs. I don't, I don't see the Bears scoring over 20 in this one just because Chase Daniels. You yeah, know? I, I think, you know, with that pressure of the Rams' defense, uh, it's going to get to him. Mm-hmm. And so if he starts panicking – and making bad throws, it could really hurt him, you know, an interception at the wrong time, mm-hmm. and just let the game get out of control. I could see, I got the Rams by 17 in this one. I, I don't, you know, mm-hmm. Chicago's defense is good. Yes. All credit, you know, I give credit where credit's due. They're not that good enough to stop that Rams offense, you know. Mm-hmm. So I could see it being like 34-17 possibly, but I just got the Rams by 17, maybe, I don't know, 10 to 27 or 35. Something like that. Yeah, I would, I'll take. I'm definitely gonna take the Rams by at least a touchdown. Um, 17 sounds like a sweet spot because you know if they get within uh, field goal range and they get stopped, which I don't think that I think the Bears could do that. You know, Zerline's gonna put one of them kicks down the field for him. Uh, so definitely the Rams here. Um, I, you know, I'm gonna agree with 17. That sounds like a sweet number. Mm-hmm. I think that's the number it's gonna be. It, it's sort of visually appealing. Like it yeah. looks pretty he, good. You know, Zerline's always getting a field goal for him at some point, mm-hmm. and a two touch. I think that's that's a perfect number. Okay, okay. So Monday night we got Vikings at Seahawks. Seahawks are game. favored by three. Over unders at 45. Yeah, I agree. This is gonna be a great game. I, I'll, I'll say it. This is my game of the week. Yeah, I would agree. It's Monday night, first of all. Lovely time to watch football. Mm-hmm. Rough so, Monday day at work. Come yeah. back, watch the football. So Minnesota, I would say they're having a disappointing year. They came in with very high expectations, you know, bringing Kirk Cousins in, Thielen and Diggs coming off a great year. Mm-hmm. So I would say that they're kind of having a disappointing year. But Seattle, you know, they start off rough, but they're they're rolling now. They're, they, they they're have full some on momentum. locomotive. Full on locomotive, can't be stopped, get off the tracks. Mm-hmm. It, right, if the playoffs started today, this would be the number. Seattle is now the number five seed. Minnesota's six, so it'd be number five versus number six. But you know, I just think you know Minnesota—they're kind of losing momentum. Mm-hmm. They're having a disappointing year. Seattle's rolling. I like Seattle by possibly ten to seventeen. I'm taking Seattle by a touchdown here. Um, the over/under is kind of iffy for me. I'm not sure. What are you thinking on the over/under, Clark? I. I don't know. Last week, the Seahawks scored quite a bit of points. Vikings, I, they didn't score too many. I could I, see an under on this one, personally. I, yeah, I kind of like I like the under, but not by a whole lot. I could mm-hmm. see them possibly scoring maybe, I could see 21 to 14. So, ba- just barely hitting the under. 21 mm-hmm. 17, possibly. I would definitely take the under before I took the over. Yeah, definitely. So, that's all the games for this week. We're going to take a quick look at the playoff picture. So, for the NFC we got the Rams at the one seed, Saints at two, Bears at three, Cowboys at four, Seahawks at five, and Minnesota at six. But we still got four teams sort of in the hunt. we got Carolina, Philadelphia, Washington, and Tampa Bay. Okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, I could see possibly Minnesota dropping out. But, you know, thinking about it some more, I'm not sure about it because I, would, I thought Carolina would possibly take their spot. Mm-hmm. But... They're kind of struggling right now, and then they have to play the Saints twice in the last three weeks. So that might end up screwing them over. I mean, at the best, if Panthers will finish ten and six, which isn't that great, but I, I don't, I don't see them finishing ten and six. So that just no no way. That's if they win the rest of their games, which I don't, I don't see them doing. They can't win this week. They're on the road. They can't win on the road. I know. And then I think the last week they have to go to the Saints. One of the last three weeks they have to go to the Saints. So yeah. I could, you know, I could see that being the kind of the NFC lock. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I would say it's almost locked in right now. Yeah. But you know, I could see the Bears possibly shifting back. Possibly. Eh. No, I think they'll probably win their division. Minnesota will probably sneak in at the sixth seed. But the AFC, it's just, it's kind of wide open. I would, aside from the top four, I would say, mm-hmm. possibly the top three, because we got the Chiefs at one, Patriots yep. at two, Texans three, three, Steelers four, Chargers at five, Ravens at six. But in the hunt still, we got Dolphins, Colts, Broncos, Titans. Yeah. So I think, you know, Chiefs will walk up their division, possibly, because their only competition is the Chargers and Broncos, yeah. which, you know, Chargers are on a roll, but I don't think they're going to do enough to catch the Chiefs. Patriots are peaking at the right time, so I like them. 
I think Texans, you know, if they beat the Colts this week, they're going to lock up the division. Mm-hmm. But the Steelers and Ravens, you know, they I could see them possibly flip-flopping if, you know, Steelers lose the game, Ravens the Steelers, win the game. They're kind of, you know, they've been shaky these last few weeks here, and so Big Ben's throwing no matter what, so he may just start throwing interceptions. Yeah, so Ravens-Steelers could possibly flip-flop. Chargers, I think they'll still make it. The Chargers are definitely got some momentum. They're definitely head-hunting out there. Yeah. But, you know, I wouldn't rule out the Dolphins. If the Dolphins beat the Patriots this week, I'll say it. They're going to make the playoffs. Okay? Yeah. I mean, they're going to. Yeah. I mean, I. it doesn't matter. The Patriots are always going to, like you said, they warm up. At the beginning of the season, we're like, yeah, oh, they're not doing so hot. But they start slowly picking up every game. Yeah. Just a little bit. Just enough. Yeah. So, but, you know, Broncos, they're having, you know, they start off kind of bad, but they're kind of getting some momentum going, peaking. But I don't, I don't know if they're – it may be too late because – I mean, they're 6-6 six and six now. It may be too late yeah. to reach the playoffs for them because they're right there. Dolphins, Colts, Broncos are all 6-6. Six and six. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a three-way tie, and then, but then they have to get over the Ravens too. Yeah. So it met, AFC, I don't, I'm not sure. I could see you know possibly Ravens-Steelers flip-flopping. Ravens or Steelers dropping out maybe. Mm-hmm. But I think you know for sure Chiefs, Patriots, Texans, Chargers are making it. Yeah, those four for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Steelers kind of worry me a little bit. So those top, those four are definitely going. Yeah, that you have anything else on the playoffs? No, that's about it. Okay, so that's all the NFL preview for this week. Now we're going to look at some college football. You know, last week was conference championship week. Some great games. We got the college football playoff finalized. We got Alabama at one, Clemson at two, Notre mm-hmm. Dame at three, Oklahoma at four. So that creates Alabama versus Oklahoma. And then Clemson versus Notre Dame. Honestly, you know, I wasn't high on Oklahoma getting in the playoffs. No. But I, after I mean, watching them play some of the games, just getting it over with. I don't. There's no. They don't stand a chance against Alabama. Oh, because I I disagree. Really. I mean, they only the only loss this year was to Texas by three, mm-hmm. but they avenged that in the conference championship mm-hmm. and won by I. It was by ten plus. You know, Alabama they struggle. I think Alabama's weakness would possibly be against a spread offense like you see Clemson run. Yeah. Oklahoma runs it to perfection. But for Oklahoma to somehow beat Alabama, it's going to take a lot of, like, I would say ballsy calls. They're going to have to – because, you know, it's, it's if, un- Al- if it, Alabama gets the ball, they're going to score most yeah, likely. Well, and I can see it's going to take a lot of ballsy pause, ballsy plays, but everything on those plays is going to have to go right. Oklahoma's going to have to score every time they get the ball – and they're somehow going to have to get the ball more than Alabama. Hopefully, I just don't see. I don't see them be able to consistently do that every time. That's the problem with Oklahoma. Well, I, I'm not saying I see them doing that either, but that's what they're going to have to do. I think a lot of this stems from the fact that people are worried that Bama's going to win again. This they're going to win. Uh, and I'm not one who really hates on Alabama, and I can see them doing it. I no matter what anybody says, Notre Dame's not getting it. No, I people I know around here were from. There's a lot of Notre Dame fans in general. And I don't really like Notre Dame fans. I'm sorry if you're one. But Notre Dame's I think they're gonna lose to Clemson. Yeah, moving on to the next one. I like Clemson. <laughs> I like Clemson a lot. Okay. The spread, I think it was like two touchdowns. I'm not mm-hmm. sure about that. Yeah. But I I like Clemson a lot. If they if they can keep their quarterback upright, what's his name? Trevor Lawrence, yeah. the freshman. You know, I I like them a lot versus Alabama. Alabama's heavy favorite. I I might throw some money on Clemson there. I think yeah. plus two twenty five. Speaking of that, when we're talking about this, I'm not going to say anything like, you know, good job to Notre Dame. I just don't think they have it in them to continue to win. So when I say I don't like their fans, it's one thing. But people are very high on them this year, and they've done an excellent job, and I'll give them that. But I don't think they have what it takes against Clemson. But, I mean, if you look at their schedules, Notre Dame played Pittsburgh and barely won at Notre yeah. Dame. Clemson, Clemson played Pittsburgh in the conference championship. Yeah. Blew them out. Yeah. So that's advantage Clemson. They asked the Pittsburgh head coach, you know, how would you compare those two teams? And he said, Clemson's the best team in the country, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm riding Clemson high. I'm If they, you know, I hope they get to play Alabama again because then I'll, I'll ride them that game too. Mm-hmm. I'll be all I'll full out, become a devoted Tigers fan. That seems a little bit much. I mean, I, I, I hate Alabama. I, yeah, see, well, hold on. I don't necessarily hate them. I just don't like them. I like to see it, some variety. In you don't them. like some of their fans. Mm. That's, I think, where a lot of mine comes from Notre Dame. There's some fans, and it's not all of them. It's some of them that really get under my skin. 
I, just, I know there's some Alabama fans that get under your skin. Maybe. I don't, I'm not sure. But, you know, moving on, some of the big coaching changes in college football in the last week or so. I think it was yesterday, Urban Myers said he would retire yeah, after yesterday. the Rose Bowl. Yep. So, but That's... when he said he would retire, it was kind of murky. He didn't necessarily say, I'm never coaching in. He said, I'm, I don't know. He wouldn't give a definite no. Yeah, so is he getting out of Ohio State for some reason? You know, is he having the, kind of pushing him out? I'm, I'm going to retire from here. And you never know. He could come back. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's talked about possibly seeking a, still a football role, possibly mentoring the coaches and mm-hmm. players there, yeah. just not head coach because that requires a lot of dedication, yeah. you know. He's 54, so he's still relatively – he's not old. No, especially yet. not compared to some of the other coaches out there. Yeah. So I could, you know – US, I've heard rumors of him going to USC when that job opens up next year, possibly. Mm-hmm. You know, if Brian Kelly doesn't have a good year, he, he's out of Notre Dame. I could see Meyer stepping in. But I'll, t- I'll give you one definite answer. He's not going to the NFL. Because Urban Meyer, in an interview yesterday with, I think it was Yahoo Sports, he said he thinks about losses a lot. Uh-huh. And, you know, you've seen his record at Ohio State. He's only mm-hmm. lost four games in the Big Ten Yeah, the last at, when he's been at Ohio State. The good NFL coaches, they'll go maybe 80 and 50. Mm-hmm. So he couldn't take that. Like, yeah, he no. would die. I think he enjoys coaching college kids. I think he enjoys that level. And I think it's what makes him so good, you know. he That is where he's good. Mm-hmm. He is good at that level. Yeah. But, I mean, Jim Harbaugh, he's br- probably breathing a sigh of relief right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, thank God he's gone. But, you know, I... I'm not sure what, because I don't think Urban Meyer will go into TV like ESPN coverage, broadcasting, whatnot. Because mm-hmm. he he tried it once. I don't think he enjoyed it. I no, don't think I, he, I think he enjoyed. I could see him. You know, it was kind of an. It just came out real quick, and like you said, there wasn't much said. I could see him coming back. I could see him being after everything that's went down at Ohio State between his boy Zach Smith mm-hmm. and Hookem. We haven't heard anything out of Zach Smith in a while. Maybe that's why. I, st- I think he's I still think, on I think there may be something going on with him why he's getting out of there. I well, think he's, he's, been, he's had some health problems. He could be. I know, but I think there's more than just that. Well, yeah, he's he's been under a lot of pressure and scrutiny mm-hmm. this year. So I could see him, you know, probably possibly taking some time off to, you know, let that dissipate. Mm-hmm. But I, since he did, it just may, seems weird to me that he didn't say definitely that he'll never coach again. So that just kind of threw me for loop. Mm-hmm. But. We also had Bill Snyder retiring, Kansas State yes. legend. I think he's been – he's probably coached there, I would say, 50 years, I think, it was around that. He's getting up there. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much been his whole life, coaching there. Congrats to him for retiring. Yeah. He, he, he's, he's still been. alive. I don't know how much longer he'll be alive, though, because, yeah. I mean, football was pretty much his life. And then the final big thing, I think, confirmed today, Cliff Kingsbury, ex-Texas Tech head coach, Hired at USC for offensive coordinator. You know, I've, I read Reddit, a bunch of websites. I've uh, heard quite a few tales about his, uh, I, I don't know how to really explain it, his exploits in Lubbock, Texas at Texas mm-hmm. Tech, you know, with the women. So, you know, I think I think he's really going to thrive in L.A. now because mm-hmm. of that. And then yeah. he'll, okay. you know, get to run a big-time powerhouse college football offense. Yeah. And he's got one of the best QBs in the nation. The fre- the freshman they brought in this year, his mind's slipping me right now. His name is, but you know, I think he's re- he's really great. I think he's got a lot of I think he's got a lot of opportunity there. Yeah, I mean to make a to make a possibly make a leap to the NFL because I heard his yeah. name mentioned with some of the open NFL yeah. jobs coming too. Yeah. So he's in at USC, and the fu- there's only one college game this weekend: the classic Navy versus Army. My favorite game to watch. You know, so Navy is at Army. Army's favored by seven and a half. Over/unders at forty. Have you seen Army's uniforms? I'm not. Alrighty, I'm sh- I'm showing Garrett the uniforms. Those are pretty fucking sick. They're remember that Call of Duty game, Big Red One. Yeah. That that the big the first arm the first division, Big Red One the the first infantry division. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. You were part of that in Call of Duty. Yeah. That's what that uniform's based on. You see the Big Red One on the helmet. Oh. So that's. That's I would say that that's in the running for uniform of the year. But both these teams are really run heavy, triple option. I don't see a ton of points scored in this one, but you know, Army throws used to maybe through like four times a year. Yeah, like it was yeah. bad. But they started throwing more this year. But I mean, compared to other colleges, it's still not a lot. Maybe four passes a game. But every year, whenever you watch this game, if you tune in the pregame, they always have these super emotional videos. Mm-hmm. So you got to get ready for that. Mm-hmm. 
you know, maybe have some na- some tissues standing yeah. by, you know, because they'll bring a tear to your eye. I'm serious. But, you know, I think Army wins this one. They have the better defense because they played Oklahoma earlier in the year. Yeah. Held their high-powered offense to 28 yeah, points, took them to game. overtime. Yeah, I did see So, for that reason, I like Army in this one. Yeah, um, I don't know. I haven't got to watch enough college football games this year, as you know. Um, so I'm not I'm not going to lay any bets down this game. I'm not going to give any advice. So I'm going to let you give the people the good advice, and if you're right, you're right. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to probably bet on this game. I just I think Army wins. So I don't know about a 7.5-point spread, but I got Army winning. But speaking of bets... Let's let's see how let's talk about how our bets did last week. How did your betting go, McAdams? All right, I'm gonna run through mine here real quick. Um, my underdogs with the Chargers, Clark. Mm-hmm. We got that. Told you I was right. Uh, yep, Saints. They didn't win. Got it. Cool. Lost that one. Thought they were gonna beat the spread there. Um, my over was the Steelers and uh, Chargers. Got that one right. Uh, under was the Bears and the Giants. That was wrong. Um, but my lock was the Rams winning by at least a spread, and I got that one. So I came out three for two. I had pretty similar results. I also went three and two. You know, for my underdog, I had Buccaneers over the Panthers. Okay, so that was a good one. Spread, I had Seahawks minus 10 versus the 49ers. That was also a good one. For the over, I had Buffalo and Miami over 40. They scored 38, so I lost that one. Very close, though. For my under, I had... Jacksonville and Indianapolis under 47.5. The total was six. So we killed that one. We absolutely <laughs> slaughtered it. But my, my biggest disappointment of the week was probably the Chiefs. You know, I had them minus 15 versus the Raiders. They only ended up winning by seven. So that was that was kind of disappointing. I went three and two, you know, still mm-hmm. made money. So we're all still happy. But, you know, we're going to get right back into it and we're, we're bringing you some more bets right here, right now. So. What do they? What do the folks have to do, McAdams? They call in their bookie. Oh, they call the bookie. They get on their bookie. Mm-hmm. They put their bets in. They get their money out. They start throwing it. Folks, it's almost the weekend. All right. Is it, do you get paid this week, McAdams? Yeah, I do get paid this. week. So why we're, not blow it? Yeah, we're, and, hey, we're taking our money. You get your money out there. We're gonna make. Clearly, we're making your money. We may yeah. lose a couple more coming out ahead. Yeah. So stay. You know, stay with us. Okay. We're here to help you. You know, we're gonna help you. So, McAdams, what's your underdog bet of the week? I'm going to take the Falcons over um, the Packers. I know I said this was a diff- difficult game probably to stay away from. Uh, but to put money on, I'm feeling confident enough about it. I'm not sure how they're going to do, you know. Then the Packers may come out and have some momentum behind them this week. But I think the Falcons can do it. I think Matt Ryan can throw enough. Uh, after last week, he's got a thing with him. I've noticed a lot. Bad week, good week, bad week, good week. He's ready for a good week. Okay, okay. I'll, I can feel you on that one. For my underdog, I like Browns over Panthers. You know, Panthers are favored by one and a half. It's close. But I like Browns. Panthers are on the road. We know that we both know they're not good on the road, right? Mm-hmm. So, for that reason, I like the Browns. I think Baker Mayfield's going to have a pretty good day. Their defense is going to lock down. I'm not saying they'll blow the Panthers out by any means, but I think they'll win by a touchdown or a field goal. That's so, I, I like I like Browns over Panthers. So, do you have a spread pick of the week, yeah. McAdams? Uh, my spread for the week here, uh, I always, you know, I should always stay away from teams you're favorites of. Um, but Saints, Buccaneers, I got the Saints beating the spread here. We know what happened the last time you took the Saints. Shut up. Who's your spread, Clark? Moving on. My spread, I got Seahawks minus three versus the Vikings. I think they'll win by a lot more than three. Like I said, I got them winning by, oh, maybe a, maybe a, Touchdown field goal, maybe two touchdowns, right. something like that. So, what's your over of the week, McAdams? Um, look, we said, oh, man, I, I hate to do this. It, it could be a bad week for me, but I've, I've had a roll. I think every week I've been, I think one week I was two for three. Um, my over this week, and I'm feeling pretty confident about it, is uh, the Saints-Buccaneers. Really? I think. Double dipping on it. I, I know, and we I, I shouldn't do it, but we talked, but. Like you said, Winston can throw some touchdowns, and I think he's going to. I think the Saints this week are going to come out and throw some touchdowns, and only being what's it set at? It's set at 55, and I like how high it is. It gets me. Oh, no. It just I, it gets me going. They're baiting you. They may, they may be in next week, guys. I may be like, well, yeah, like that. But, you know, I'm going to get a little wild this week. After last week, I, got, I ain't got nothing to lose. True, true. So, for my over, I like Patriots-Dolphins over 47. You know, I th- both their defenses – not great, not bad. So I could see, you know, being Patriots 
30, Dolphins 24 possibly. So, you know, I think Patriots will score, I would say, around 30 points. Dolphins will be in the 20, so I like that one a lot. I mean, I'm really liking it. So, McAdams, what's your under of the week? Yeah, Clark, um, my under this week's going to be Jets and Bills. It's only set at 38 and a half. Um, you know, the spread's not very big, and I think the spread could stay that close actually in the game. Um, I could see it, both teams putting up like 17 points, mm-hmm. 14, 17, or something like that. So, I'll take that as my under. Okay, that's that's not a bad under. For my under, I got Ravens at Chiefs, under 53. You know, I think Chiefs will score a lot of points. Ravens, they're, they got the run game, eats up some time off the clock. So, they're not going to score a ton of points in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, I got yeah. Ravens at Chiefs, under 53. So, it's time for our last one. McAdams, what's your lock of the week? Uh, my lock of the week is going to be uh, the Chargers. Uh, I'm, I'm going to keep it safe here because I've already had a couple risky bats. I'm just going to take the Chargers to win. Okay. I don't care if it pays out. I, that's just that's keeping my that's keeping my statistics good right there. I got too risky before. Okay. Sometimes I get wild on the lock this week. I'm going to have to stick with it. For my lock, listen up. I got Rams minus three and a half versus the Bears. Chase Daniel, you know, awful. Awful when he's bad. Okay when he's good. Raven, I mean, Rams are going to score a lot. Bears not going to score a ton. So, you know, I got Rams three and a half. Lock it in. Done deal. You know, you might as well have your bookie already sign you a check. You know, fill out that check for you, baby. So those are our bets of the week. Go ahead, lock them in. Final thing we got, we got fantasy. You know, just a little fantasy advice for all the folks that made the playoffs. Me and McAdams both made our fantasy playoffs. So take our advice. So we're, we're at least making a little money off our fantasy seasons, correct? That would be correct. So... Who are you starting this week, McAdams? Uh, I'm going to start Kamara this week. He didn't have a whole lot going last week. I think against uh, Tampa Bay, the Saints are going to use him. Um, him and Ingram, I think, will have a lot better against their rush defense than he did against the Cowboys because their defense did an excellent job last week. And I don't think that Tampa Bay is going to be able to provide that defense against him. So I'm starting him. I think he'll be looking to put up big points this week. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I got two, for the, two people that I'm starting. I got Aaron Rodgers. And Austin Eckler, once again. You know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he, they fired Mike McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Got some new things in. New game plans, possibly. I think they just might give full control to Aaron Rodgers. Just let him run the offense. So, what are you going to do when you get to call the offense? You're going to throw the ball a lot. You're going to make your stats good. Yeah, you're going to boost your stats. So, I got him having a really good day. Austin Eckler, you know, he's... Playing the Bengals, their run defense is sad. I got him having a monster day, too. Now, who are you sitting this week, McAdams? Um, this week, once again, I'm sitting Gronk. Uh, he's questionable once again. He's just got injured. And he bug. came back, and I had him on my bench, scored 14 points. But last week, like I said, I, I think I said sit him last week, five points. This week, he's got Miami. Um, still questionable. I just don't think he's getting out there. I don't think he's able to play to his full potential, so I'm going to sit him again. Okay. So for I'm sitting two guys this week. I got Kirk Cousins and Jordan Howard. You know, Kirk Cousins is gonna go into Seattle. I mean, I don't see him having a good day. He didn't have a great week last week against the Patriots. I don't see him having a good week this week either. Mm-hmm. And then Jordan Howard, he's got to run against that good Rams defense. I don't see him having a great day. But you know, for my sleepers, I got Tariq Cohen and Josh Allen. You know, Tariq Cohen, him and Jordan Howard sharing the Bears' backfield. Tariq Cohen, I like him, his pass-catching mm-hmm. abilities. And, you know, he can make some quick moves, get out in space. You know, that's what yeah. they try to do with him. Get him one-on-one out in space. He'll make mm-hmm. a guy miss and bust off a big run. So, I like Tariq Cohen this week. Josh Allen, you know, he's playing against the Jets. Jets, pretty bad, yeah. I would say. Yeah. So, I could see him possibly throwing two or three touchdowns against the Jets. You know, having yeah. a pretty good day so do you have a sleeper McAdams? yeah my sleeper is exact same as yours uh, Tariq Cohen I've been starting him every week but um he had a good week last week so you know how much of a sleeper really is he but I think he's going to come out against the Rams you're going to have to use him a lot against their defense um and that's exactly what he does just like you said he gets out in space he can he's a great receiving back for them and it's going to get you it's gotten me a lot of points a lot of weeks and I think this week could be another great week for him also another sit is Willie Sneed um, I've had him. He was consistent the first part of the season, but Jackson just doesn't throw the ball, so he's not getting the catches, so you might as well put him on your bench. I agree. I agree. I think I also have him. Well, yeah. I dropped him. He was consistent, but now with Lamar, he just doesn't throw the ball Yeah, yeah. as much, so he's not getting the receptions. Yeah. 
So that about wraps it up for this episode. Um, we covered everything. You know, we gave you some solid money makers, some solid fantasy advice. And uh, you got anything else to add, McAdams? Uh, that's about it. All righty, folks. Well, I guess we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening if you made it this far. You know, be sure to listen to us on our other things. We're on YouTube, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify. Find we, the link. Got We've got it. It's there. You got it. Give us a follow on social media. You know all that. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, we're there. We're active. So give us a follow. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Peace.